0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, hello, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Believe in Bengals podcast with 13-year veteran Adam Pacman Jones, and, of course, yours truly, Solomon And Hey, Adam, man, this was a disappointing loss because you and I, we talked earlier in the day before the game started, the Bengals go out to play the Chicago Bears, going up against Andy Dalton, your former quarterback with the Bengals and the bears find a way to win this game 20 to 17. So I think my first question here is what happened to Joe Burrow? Because normally he does so well at not turning the ball over, but he threw an interception on three consecutive possessions, three possessions, three <laughs> picks. That's, that's so not like Joe Burrow.
1: That's that's um um that would never happen again. I don't think. Um, now the first ball, uh, the second ball that hit off uh, hit off the lineman. Like mm-hmm. I can understand that one. The third, I mean, the one with T Higgins was a little late. He stared him down the whole time. But um I don't want to beat him up too bad because they had a lot of positives in the game. Um a couple of things I didn't understand was the the why the hell were we going spread ninety percent of the game with only him back there with Probably one of the best defensive line in the NFL. Yeah. I didn't yeah. understand the, tax, the tactics behind that. Now,
0: um, now help our, our viewers to understand that when you go spread, empty backfield is what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Clearly, we know you're not going to run the football. Definitely now, not going to run the And football. now the defense could just pin their ears back and come and hit your quarterback. Now, think about this. Joe Burrow, you and I talked about this last week. He's nine most nine months post-operation um, from a complete rehab or reconstruction of the knee. Do you know he was sacked five times last week against the Minnesota Vikings? He was sacked four times against the Bears and hit a whole lot more than that. So when you see empty backfield, it's almost like we're exposing him a little bit. And if he doesn't get rid of it quickly, uh, bad things can happen.
1: Yeah, and a lot of times he didn't get rid of it quickly in the empty either. I was expecting the ball to come out like right now. Um, yeah, When we threw the slant, the chase, that was the quickest one I've seen pretty much the whole game. Um, but we got to do more of protecting Joe. You know, he, he, he was off this week, and he ain't going to have too many weekends like that. But he came back and showed a little heart. Uh, I mean, a lot of heart at the end of the game. I think we got to stretch the field more. We did not throw any deep balls except when it was – Third and long. When we had um, to. When we, when we had, had to. to. Yeah. Um. We got to yeah. stretch the field. That's gonna open up a lot more other things in the game. Right now, they set on everything. Set on everything, and you can see a couple times Chase um was running past him, but the ball wasn't there. So even the mm-hmm. one that he threw out of bounds, he was all he was a good five yards ahead of the guy.
0: Good point. That's a really good point. You know, early I think the the biggest gain the Bengals offense had in the first half was fourteen yards. Um, and then they later connected. Obviously, once they fell behind, they had the 42-yard touchdown pass to Jamar Chase. But you're right; they kind of had to do it. Um, and then they found themselves back into the game for whatever reason. Uh, you're right; it took it's a dink and dunk. They're not challenging the defense and forcing them to have to play the entire field. Um, what's happening with our defense, by the way? Why has tackling on third down <laughs> become a problem in our secondary? I like Chidobie Wuze, but he missed on a third and 12, a hitch route. It was a key tackle, too. You know what tackle I'm talking about. He missed it. And then Trey Hendrickson also had an opportunity on third down to tackle Justin Fields on third nine and let him convert it. If we get the ball back one more time, I believe Joe Burrow is going to put some points on the board, potentially could win the game. And
1: I want to take my hats off to the guys up front. They play a hell of a game, man. We was three plays from making it a great game. Um, Like you said, the third and 12, we have to make the tackle. Use the sideline. Get the boy out of bounds. There's no way you should miss that tackle right there. Um, The one in the backfield that we missed on the third and nine on Justin, we got to make those plays. You know what I mean? Those are two key plays. If if we make those plays, it's a whole different ballgame.
0: What's happening in our league today where we can tackle me? I mean, ta- this is the this is as a defensive cat, you're supposed to want to come up and maim someone. Okay. I'm not,
1: I'm not especially talking about third, especially third and twelve. You're trying <laughs> to come up and at least let them know you're in the
0: building. Right, right. And listen, I think some of us, I think there's a lot of people out there, Adam, they think we end up playing defense by default. I tell people all the time, no, I wanted to. As a kid, I wanted to play. Now, you want the ball in your hand. I know you were oh, yeah. to return. But you, there's a certain physicality about us where you want to play on defense so you can show people what you all about. Because they can't, so,
1: dic- yeah. they can't dictate what's going on on defense. You get what I'm saying? You get to tell write me a about story. It. You know what I mean? You get to come up and make those plays. Yeah. And, and those become big plays. That's how you get player of the week, making right. 39 stops. You That's know what right. I mean? That's um right. And we missed two big ones too man i mean big ones
0: you're supposed to want to be physical you're supposed to want offensive players to tap out is that is that not still a mindset in the nfl today i don't know if
1: that if if the defense still playing with that same mentality with all the fines and you know what i mean you hit them up high you, you get late you touch them out of bounds it's late so um you got to pick and choose you know you got to learn how to play in
0: between the lines and it's it's got a little soft, you know, it. You, yeah, you, man. Yeah. Well, I, I know what, um, you still got to be able to make things happen. When you come up to tackle somebody, uh, I always say that defensive players, they arrive with bad intentions. If you know what I'm saying, yes. <laughs> you got, you know, you can't, it's not a negotiation. I'm not trying to negotiate someone to the ground. Right. <laughs> I already know he ain't, he ain't trying to go. Right, So I got to get him on the ground, Adam, against his wheel. By any right? means necessary. There you go. Absolutely. Okay, talk to me about your former quarterback, Andy Dalton, and what's going on around the league with these quarterbacks. Because you know Andy ended up leaving the game, had a knee injury. He was completing 90% of his passes when he left the game. He was 9 of 10.
1: I've seen that. Now, yeah,
0: he was he, playing good. Now he's playing good, but what is it about secondaries today in the NFL, man? Well, we're letting we're letting quarterbacks complete ninety percent. That's what it's come to. If you go to Cleveland, they were playing Houston, Texas. Tyrod Taylor left the game, complete ninety percent of his passes. Baker Mayfield completed ninety percent of his passes. Dak Prescott in the game against the Chargers, he completed eighty-five percent. You can go across the board, quarterbacks yesterday on NFL Sunday week two, they were completing upwards of 70 to 80. And as I already told you, 90% of their passes, what has the league come to where we can't cover anymore? Where we're letting receivers run around wide open. What these quarterbacks, 80%, 90% Adam, come on, man.
1: And I don't, I I, I don't, I've been trying to figure out what is it, you know, is it the film study? Is it the kids or they're not understanding, but, it's look like they understand what they're doing, you know what I mean? Um a lot of them are not in good place. they get getting in bad place off the line. You know what I mean? Getting yeah. their eyes back, not paying attention yeah. to the little details, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but these quarterbacks are putting the ball where the wide receiver can only catch them. So you gotta be in good position to make yeah. a play. And these kids are running a little faster, you know what I mean? The wide receivers are running faster, they're bigger, they're stronger. So, as a DB, you have to be in, good, in a good position. It's not too many games where you can be looking at the quarterback and make a play. Like the pick that uh, um the kid had, had this weekend. He stared stare, stare Joe all the way down.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. time
1: that back foot hit the ground, he came for it. Now, if he'd have been a double move, the band would have still been playing right now. But you can get, a, <laughs> you can get away with that with some of the younger quarterbacks. Yeah. But with the Tom Brady's and, and all those guys, the first time they see you doing that, um, the Eli Eli got me with uh, Odell Beckham doing that one game.
0: Did he really? Yeah, gotcha. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> you gotta make sure you you, you keeping your eyes on the receiver and get your eyes out the back. So I
0: I have one. I got in fact two theories on this. One, I I think we we don't. I think there's coaching in the secondary in the NFL has gotten worse, and i I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you how, because and you know that she played back there. You've had coaches, defensive backs, coaches in this league have said, "Hey, don't get beat deep." Well, first of all, I, that's how I know a guy can't coach. <laughs> I, am I right? I already know he can't coach, man. But I already know not to get beat deep. Right. That's you the first even,
1: thing I know. You shouldn't that's even the tell first me thing that.
0: I know you shouldn't even tell me that. But the fact that you led with that, I already know you can't help me because right. good coaches are telling you. Hey, here the go. things that, that you need. Plays. That's right. They're telling you the things you need to know to not give up play. They right. ain't even going there. They're not right. going to even say, don't get beat deep. Because they already know, man, that, this is the NFL. We're professionals here. Right. If you got to lead with that, then you, th- you really don't know what this is about. Right. Okay. Secondly, uh, they should be teaching you how to disrupt timing of the passing game. How to jam people at the line of scrimmage, right? Or a go, motor give it to Or me. motor them, motor them. Yeah. You gotta,
1: like motor them. When he turned, I turn, then I stick them. There you go. That's the way you disrupt time. There you is. go. You can't just jam them every time at the line of a no, scrimmage. Line, no. At the line of scrimmage. You got to have some kind of repertoire where you can switch it up. You you motor this play. That's you quick jam right. this play. That's right. You bail this play. Right. That way he can start thinking too. These kids going out here doing one thing, you know what I mean? Go up here. See if I can win at the press.
0: I got another theory. I want you to tell me if I'm right or wrong, you can add to it, take away from it. I've been to a lot of NFL practices. In fact, I practice in a lot of them, but also in covering the game, I go on my watch and I, there are teams that tell their defensive backs, let them catch the ball. Am I right or wrong? They tell the DB, let them catch the ball. Now I, I know when you play for Zim, Zim don't play that. No, no, don't no. you bet not let the the offensive coaches over there begging you to let them catch the ball. Zim is like if you let them catch that ball, you ain't gonna be on my team. Oh, you, no, think, you, think, you think you think you think Jalen Ramsey letting guys catch the ball on him on prac in practice?
1: No, nah, no, I know Ramsey pedigree. He's That's definitely a mind- not It's a
0: mindset, play. bro. Right, the mindset. eighty percent of this league. They're The coaches are an offensive coach. The offensive coordinator favor the quarterback. You favor all them pretty receivers they got running around. And you know what? The whole practice is structured to let those guys get their work done. Yeah. And they tell them let them catch the ball. You know what you're doing? You're creating a secondary, that's going to let the opposing team catch the ball on Sunday because that's it. what they do at work. It's habit. Now, tell yeah. me, haven't you been at practices like that? Haven't you heard coaches tell DBs, let them catch the ball?
1: Well, in 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 um, Cincinnati, I've never heard n- not one of my coaches be like, All right, not let with them. him,
0: not with him. No, no, no,
1: not even when the scout team is out there. We don't let them catch the ball. No. You know what I mean? So, um, have you, ever, have, have you I ever heard, heard it at a practice? For, I, I've heard that in 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 Dallas, oh, we will let them catch the ball. You know what I mean. So I've heard that, but I've never abided by them rules. Anybody,
0: <laughs> See, anybody know me? Would. I didn't anybody think know you me? Would.
1: Know that I'm gonna play <laughs> practice like I'm gonna play in the game.
0: That's right.
1: So and and you and, think you're going to just catch the ball over here without me swiping the hell out your arms, you're on hey, the wrong side.
0: And, and there's a lot of pressure that comes with that, right? Because the coaches are mad at you. The wide receivers yeah. want to fight you. To, to help our listeners to understand how you have to be a dog to play in this league and be a defensive back, to fight, to get even your work done at practice. You got to fight. Sometimes your own coaches, sometimes your own receivers – to make sure that you develop the right kind of habits that allow you to be successful on game day. And you're right. Cause a, a lot
1: of the stuff that the coaches and they do is to protect our bodies, to protect them. Because if somebody get hurt in practice, then it's their fault. You know what I mean? But That's you right. still have to have your morals and your, and, and your, your, the way you go about handling your business. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for instance, I can't go back and catch a punt and don't work on getting all the way through there and scoring a touchdown. If I want to do it in the game. Same thing, vice versa. If I want to practice good and I mean get the ball out and practice, it's gonna be natural in the game. That's right. So you gotta create habits so they'll carry over on Sunday. You know what I mean? That's
0: right. Yeah.
1: These kids, you know, everybody, these only different is it's only a couple of them that work hard and abide by those rules. And you can tell on Sundays There you go. You know what I mean? Um, you can tell J- Jason Ram- Ramsey practiced hard. You, tell you studied can tell he studies the game. You know you what I mean? Tell. You that's can right. tell he enjoyed doing it. That's right. Um, and it's a lot of players. Like, they can say what they want to say about AB. AB enjoys playing football. That's right. You can tell he studied the game of football. That's right. That's you know that's what I right. mean? That's right. And it's a lot. Aaron Donald, you can tell he loves football. You can tell the way he practiced he probably practiced harder than anybody else on the field, so you could tell in certain guys and the way they practice. And you get to see them on the offseason doing different workouts, posting different workouts, and, and you could tell who's going through the motions and who's not going through the motion.
0: Usually, it's that guy that the fans are when they're watching it on Sunday, they say, You know what, that guy, he's kind of a prick. He's they look at he's always getting into some that's the guy that cares,
1: yeah, that's yeah. the
0: guy that brings it every day in practice. And what you're seeing in that game is an extension of what he do every day. Yes. We see players like that. You play with guys like that. I play with guys like that. And you you love them when they're on your team, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yes, All right. Tell me about this Bears defense, man. They they showed me something. They came away this game, for four sacks, three interceptions, a forced fumble, a recovered fumble, a pick six. Um we were still very close to winning this game, three points away. How is it that we were, despite their dominance? How is it that we were only three points away from winning this game? And by we, I mean the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we
1: gave them the turnovers. I would say the uh, the two two of the sacks, Joe should have just threw the ball. Um, the other two, they was they was good plays. Um, the interception, like I said, the tip ball that was a gimme. The one he threw behind him, and and the other one, that was just a bad ball. But we still finally got back in the game. The interception was a great play of disguise, and I'm sitting here saying all you got to do is disguise. He's young, right. <laughs> he's he young. That's right. Disguise the coverage against and Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. Disguise the coverage a little bit. We we got to do better of disguising the coverage instead of just going out there and lining up.
0: We did get him on the one interception. Yeah. Uh it was very well. It looked played. Like it
1: was man It was a perfect play. Yeah. And he
0: yeah, and the linebacker, the back didn't come out so the linebacker just spied him. Yep. And he never saw the linebacker, never Threw seen it right him. to
1: him, right? Never seen him. Which well, is they exactly all that's but true...
0: basically the same one they got on us
1: when um, <laughs> with Joe Burrow through the yeah, uh, that's right. We're, uh, Roquan 58. Smith. Roquan, yep. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Man coverage with the back, uh spy with the back,
0: yeah, watching the quarterback eyes. And both of them led him right to him. See, now we're talking stuff to fans don't know about. See, when you're in man coverage and you're covering one of them running backs or a tight end, and they decide they're gonna pass block. The coaches teach us find some work, right? Find some work, find, some work, find something to do. Your guy's not coming out on a pass route. That means you can steal the passing lane. The quarterback will never see. Yeah, see, and so all you got to find some work. And Roquan Smith found some work. When Joe Mixon didn't release out of the backfield, Roquan Smith decided he was going to spy that slant route. The Bengals seemed to want to throw on every third down play. But (laughs) we'll talk about that another time. Hey, I want to get your your thoughts, I should say, on the Sunday night game. Lamar Jackson, man, threw two picks in the first quarter. And we know the Chiefs can put points on the board in a hurry. But I was impressed with the fact that, A, the Ravens didn't abandon the run game like most teams would do. And, man, Lamar Jackson, that dude's a competitor. He oh kept bringing God. it and kept bringing it and kept bringing it. What is it about this Lamar Jackson guy that gets to play the game differently? He's not going to complete 70 80% of his passes, but he's still going to find a way to win. What is it about him that makes him special?
1: I don't think we've seen a kid like this kid Ever? since. I, I, I've never seen no like him. Lamar is the he has got to be one of the most electrifying players I've ever seen to mm. play the position quarterback. I mean, they say he couldn't throw the ball. He can throw the ball. He threw it. He threw it last I night. I haven't seen not one team <laughs> that could contain him <laughs> no. in the running game. No. I mean, it huh. is it is like playing Madden. I yes. mean, like, the things that he's doing, man, it, it, it's unbelievable, man. And and the Chiefs team speak for itself – Um. Um, Patrick Mahomes is always going to be one of my top players until yeah. he retire. Period. Um, and they got they got a hell of a team. They'll be probably in the Super Bowl again this year. But the show that he put on the man. other night, oh, my God.
0: It's like it's sometimes, man, it's, it's like, like – He's just playing at a different speed. It's like a superhuman deal. I mean, I remember the Monday night game against Cleveland. He's coming off COVID. He's cramping up. He's got to change his shoes. He's going in at halftime. You know what they were doing in there. They were giving him yeah. the IV. They were putting yeah. fluids in him. He'd come back out, and, man, he gets like this team happened. into the end zone like nothing happened. And last night he did it. Do you know they scored 12 points? They outscored the Chiefs 12-0 in the fourth quarter of last night's game. 12-0. And and, and the Chiefs and that's would, hard to do. That's hard to do because they're scoring almost every time they get the ball – and this guy is taking his team down the field, down the field. And how about the trust? And our the most, boss, Paul, yeah. just to
1: say the most powerful thing of the whole game when he asked him, Hey, you want to go for it? There you go. That's exactly right. He said, You want to go for it? Yeah. Oh, it, it, and you could tell the trust and the relationship that they have with each yeah. other, man. Um, I bet you they get to sit back and have some good little funny conversations on Mondays after the big wins, after even, even, even how, no matter how it goes, you know what I mean? You can tell they got a good relationship.
0: I, I'm going to tell you, man, this guy is so different because you got to imagine, and I know you know this when you watch the tape. Chris Collinsworth did a really good job of breaking it down. When you're doing or going up against read option stuff, defensive play, the defensive players are unblocked. Yeah. When have you ever said to yourself or any coach has ever said, I'm going to run the ball and I'm going to leave guys unblocked. it it, it normally can't work you only can run that kind of office with lamar jackson i'm gonna leave the end man on the line of scrimmage unblocked i've never seen nothing like it
1: i don't think it's it's not one quarterback that can do what he's doing right now not one not one especially not running not kyler murray nah kyler murray is nowhere near explosive then Lamar. Come on, strong. man. That's strong now. Have you that's seen str- this guy? Hey. hey I'm hey. saying he liable to give you 200 on the ground.
0: Yeah, And 250 at least in passing. Do you know last any given night, day. Do you know in Sunday night's game against the Chiefs, it was the fifth time in his career he threw for over 200 and rushed for 100. The guy, there's been many games where he's had four, close to 500 yards total offense by himself.
1: Like yards, what you just offense. described, it's
0: crazy. So it, he's changing our game, and I think there's some traditionalists that continue to harp on whether well, he's got to learn to play from the pocket. He's got. Last night, he he didn't seem like he had to. I mean, my point is, I think he's changing our game in a way that at least and Harbaugh is quick to do it. Greg Roman's quick to do it let's tailor it to what he does let's but Harbar, build it around what
1: Harbar, he does how is smart you got to realize he come from a special team background yes he does so he right. think a lot different good stuff than all of the other coaches mm-hmm. in special teams you think of gadgets you think of this you think of that when you think a lot more of Lamar Autumn, you think of a gadget because he's a gadget in any kind of way that you can name yeah. It's like doing an off-size kick, and you know the guy can jump seven feet in the air. <laughs> he got something special. So yeah. he, I know he had no problem with with making that thing change around and evolve into what's successful for Lamar.
0: I, I get right imagine. Now,
1: yeah. Right now, if they keep okay. doing this and he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. because that was the problem last year. He he, he wasn't healthy at the end of
0: in, end of the run. That's right. But if he can stay healthy, it's
1: going to be a good season for them.
0: I can imagine Coach Harbaugh's over there, he and Greg Roman. We're going to go for it on fourth down. <laughs> Let's watch and see what Lamar does. One way or
1: another,
0: he's going to make something swinging. happen. He's going to make something happen. Hey, yep. that was kind of, I got to give it. It's kind of like you, man. I One thing I used to love watching you is I tell guys, I say, man, watch. He will not fear catch a pump. Oh no. Dude, dude, how many how many times had you did you fair catch a pump? Uh in my career, I think 22 times. And that was
1: like rare. Rare. I mean I you have not over at least one year, I, I mean like 3 years I went without fair catching zero.
0: Dude, time. I seen you catch it with them right on top of you.
1: Yeah. You I just like, believe in my first step. That's like a
0: uh, yeah. Lamar, Lamar believed in his first That's step. What I'm saying? You, know what I mean? you felt like they can't touch you let alone hit you, right? right. Right, very elusive, very elusive. Um, tell our listeners when you're gonna be fighting your next fight, because we might as well use this time to talk about what you're doing in the ring and how you're training. What What have you been up to?
1: Uh, I'm just waiting right now. I'm probably uh, mid November. Um, I'll be back in there. Um working okay. out every day. But um, my boys at Woodrow they playing a pretty good 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 season this year. We played uh, who we played last week, uh, Princeton. Yeah. We took- first loss but we played good man um uh, they play tonight if y'all ain't doing that, y'all come out watch it with throw the eighth grade team tonight at 5 30. hey
0: i'm gonna tell you right now he training guys right now that's gonna be playing big time on division one football and then gonna be playing on sunday i watch you train them and man you gotta take it easy on these kids you training them like they grown men out there man you can't be putting it on them like that. That's you, we only you, you know one way. Them.
1: You, you gotta work hard if you want it's a lot of kids that want to play on Sundays.
0: I know that's right. So you
1: gotta outwork them. Only you know one outwork.
0: way. Uh. only know one way. Outwork right. them, everything else
1: to take care of self.
0: Adam Pacman man Jones, man. I love having you. You know, people were like coming at me last week because it was supposed <laughs> to be our first deal. You weren't able to make it. I know we have some technical stuff going down, man, but I'm glad you made it this week. We're going to be putting it down every single week. Every Monday, this thing is going to drop. It's Believe in Bingo podcast with 13-year veteran of the game, Adam Pacman Jones, yours truly, Solomon Wilcox. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time,